welcome back. God bless all of the veterans. Yeah, it's, I think it's very important to recognize everybody that is um, still around, thank God, and the ones that have paid the ultimate price for the country, for the freedoms that we have today. And although I'm a little bit early, <laughs> because tomorrow's actually Veterans Day, since I do Monday through Friday, it's the 10th, I get it, I'm a day early. With that being said, Brother Drew would like to wish Corpse at the 248th uh, a happy birthday, because the 10th is their birthday, and he wants to let all of his Marine brother and sisters know that he's wishing all of them a happy birthday, and hoorah, not to be confused with hoorah or hoo-yah, and if you're in the military, I guess you probably know what that means. While soldiers say hoorah, Marines say hoorah, and uh, the Navy says hoorah. In case you didn't know that, now you know something you never knew before. So for the Marines, it would be hoorah. Uh, happy birthday to them, and God bless all of you that have served. Veterans Day is special to me in more than one way, and it's a hard date for me to forget because, believe it or not, the 11th, and it was unintentional, it just happened to fall on that day, uh, is actually my anniversary. So I never forget my anniversary because the entire United States celebrates it. <laughs> makes it easy for me. I also got married on a, a zero year. So that makes it easy to keep up with the numbers. Me and my wife were married in 2000. So we know this is 23 years. Everything made it a, a little easier for me. It wasn't planned, but it works out because as you get older, your brain doesn't tend to do what it used to do when you were younger. It seems like it, uh, wants to fight you all the way there <laughs> as age gets on you. Um, from the Blaze Media, in Wyoming, cheap electricity is gone with the wind <laughs> in more ways than one. Uh, once upon a time, the people of Wyoming enjoyed the lowest electricity rates in the nation thanks to their supremacy in coal production. Uh, a state rich in God's natural energy is now facing a 29% increase in electricity rates thanks to Republican Governor Mark Gordon's windmill grift. Nah, yeah, I mean, who needs cheap electricity with coal when you could just put all these crappy wind turbines up, which end up eating up a lot of natural land? Still need oil, by the way, uh, to uh, operate. So you're still using some type of fossil fuel in them. Uh, and they just uh, raise your electric bill. 30% is a hell of a hike. I mean, I'm rounding up 29, 30. What's the difference at that point? Uh, 30% hike in your price. And think about what you pay right now a month and add 30% on it. You're not going to be real happy, especially when it's not necessary to do that. You don't have to go down that route, but because we are living in a time where people are uh, literally insane, these are the prices that we all end up paying for it. And Wyoming right now, you guys are apparently paying for it. Worse than other people. Last week, the Wall Street Journal, re Journal reported that the Rocky Mountain Power, the state's largest utility company, announced a nearly 30% hike in rates due to rising costs. Residents responded with outrage, naturally. They had thought that, with good reason, that the state's abundance of resources would shield them from this national trend. The state's Public Service Commission is expected to vote on whether to sign off on an increase later this month. Now, most power companies, I don't know if it goes... Uh, FPNL does the same thing down here. They're kind of our dominant power source down here, especially in South Florida. Um, and they are always trying to get increases constantly. And when you hear, yeah, we're just increasing it by 2% or 3%, when they're coming back year after year after year, uh, and inflation is rising and energy costs are rising and everything's rising, it doesn't sound like a lot, but over a the course of a few years, when you're up 10% and your average electric bill down here, I can't speak for everybody, but I can tell you what mine is. My average electric bill down here is around $400 or so a month. 
Um, so if you add 10% on it and I got to pay another 40 bucks on top of that, it's not killing me, but you're certainly not helping me either, especially with the cost of everything else rising. And again, in a state like Wyoming, that, that doesn't need to happen. Um, they right now, the coal plants account for about 71% of their electricity. Um, and that's down from a peak in 2003, where it was 97% of their electricity. Uh, the second highest in the nation after West Virginia. What ended up changing is wind power now accounts for 22% of that share, more than doubling just in the past three years under Gordon. Gordon claims to support coal. The trouble is, uh, is that he is shackled. It's used to carbon capture. It's an expensive and cumbersome process designed to sequester carbon dioxide, the greenhouse gas that you and I inhale and exhale or every time you take a breath. So you hear me breathing on here. I'm sending that out in the space here. Uh, as the American in- American Enterprise Institute senior fellow Benjamin, I think his last name is, is Zacher, explains if somehow we succeeded in capturing about 10% of the greenhouse gases, it would cost around $265 billion per year, and that's being conservative at the low end. Uh, it's no wonder why the leftists in Norway have halted a carbon capture project, pro- project due to its uh, <laughs> rather expensive cost. Gordon, which, again, I can't say that he's truly a conservative and certainly probably not a capitalist. I I would have ventured to say, Wyoming, you guys got to get your stuff together over there and put somebody in there that's going to do what's best for you, and I hope this is enough to push you guys in that direction. Uh, He claims that uh, to be a a, uh, conservative and a Republican, but he is a true believer. He spoke recently at Harvard where he promoted a wind and solar um, agenda while touting a goal of carbon negative energy. If we don't get smart, the problem with stuff like this is, yes, we want to be good stewards of our environment. Yes, we want to do what's best for the earth. Obviously, I don't think anybody here wants to see the earth turn into just one big giant uh, landfill. We would all like to make sure that it stays clean. It could be because I would say most of us love the beauty uh, of the planet. We love the beauty that is around us and we love seeing the beauty in other areas of the planet. We want to protect that the best we can. And there is a fine balance where we can protect that and not screw ourselves in the process. Uh, the problem is, is when you have people like this rhino, that he is actually hurting the people of Wyoming by trying to do something that is ridiculously expensive at taxpayer cost, because I don't know where else he's getting the money other than out of your everyday taxpayer. And we can't have these people in office. We need to get them as far away from office as the office as possible. We've got to get somebody else in there that is willing to do sensible, common sense things that are good for the environment, that are a minimal cost, but you can maximize your efforts. You know, you you just get volunteer help, you do cleanups, you keep areas clean, you pay where you need to pay and spend the money where it needs to be spent to clean up other areas. You promote people not being litter bugs like we used to do back in the days. You do all the sensible things, tell people to be good stewards of their environment. Do the sensible, common sense items that are, are... Low in cost, but extremely effective. If you get everybody to put their trash in a trash can so you can take all of that trash and put it in just one location, that keeps everywhere beautiful. If you can get people to come out, and a lot of people do it. I mean, I don't know if they still do it, but in high school, I had to get credits. And a way to get credits in high school, you can go out and pick up trash. They sign off on for you. They sign off on it for you. You get a certain amount of hours. You have to do a certain amount of hours for graduation. So if that's still the case, I don't know if it is. I would hope it is. Uh, We're not getting that lazy. Um, 
get these kids out there, let them come out a few weekends out of the year and, and all the different high schools that are around there. Go out to the worst areas, the main drags, worst area, and let's get it all cleaned up, pick it up, put it in piles, get the trash men to haul it away to get it to the local landfill. That way we are we are keeping it in one location and we're cleaning up everything else. And you just get the message out there, hey, don't throw it out the window. Don't throw it on the ground. Put it in a trash can. Let's keep the place beautiful. We love our state. We love our country. Let's keep it clean. You got to get people that think like that in office. Somebody that claims to be a conservative, that claims to be a Republican, but they are for the green agenda, believe me, is neither. <laughs> the green agenda is not friendly to, cons- to uh, conservatives, and it's certainly not friendly to capitalism. So yeah, if I was you, Wyoming, I would pay attention to what your governor is doing, and the next time you have the opportunity to get him out of office and put somebody in there that shares your values as a person that lives in that state, I would do so. All right, moving on. You had the debate... That went on on Wednesday night. Um, you know, it wasn't much for covering that. I, I think the debate has lost a lot of steam. This one was a little bit, uh, maybe a little better as far as you're narrowing it down to the people who supposedly would have a chance if Donald Trump wasn't dominating the way he is. Um, and there was a little bit of fire, a little bit of exchange there, and the attacks are starting as we kind of anticipated they would, as I said they would, because we're getting down to the nitty gritty now. Uh, Vivek was going after Haley and Haley's going after whoever she wants. It looks like Haley, um, is probably the only one that came out of there that looked like she got a little bit of a boost. Um, overall DeSantis laid out what he would do. Every, everybody said whatever they had to say. I think what threw some cold ice on their situation was the fact that they were in Miami doing a debate. And at the same time, Trump strategically planned a rally in Hialeah. So, <laughs> as Trump does, he stole the show. Yeah, so I think that uh, more people were interested in seeing Trump. I just, I think we're wasting our time. Uh, we definitely need to get to the point where we vote. I fully, wholeheartedly believe in the system, uh, voting and picking the person that you want to represent you. But I think you're wasting your time putting any more debates on television. I think the third one was a waste of time. I think the second one was a waste of time. When you have somebody that is dominating the way Trump is dominating, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have these people come out because they're just, if you're not gaining, and again, the only one that had any kind of a little bit of a jump when Pence got out was Haley. Everybody else has been pretty flat. When nobody's really moving, Trump's not losing any ground. He's only gaining ground. I think it's a pretty clear message of which direction the country wants to go in. I mean, in my opinion, not to mention Everything is on Trump's side right now. Besides the fact that he has a commanding lead going into all this, uh, history is on his side. I've told you a couple times now like he, that they would have to defy all the odds at this point. I mean, you would, if we saw that, know that you are watching history in the making. If if one of these, um, one of these candidates rise up and somehow take down Trump and become the nominee. Just know we are part of history. You are watching history because it has never been done before. So the the odds are certainly not in their favor. And I think we're wasting a lot of valuable time uh, watching all this stuff. You know, I mean, you could get a few more of these people to drop out and really narrow it down. And I think that's coming soon. Right now, everybody's going to get busy with the holidays. They're going to forget about all this. It'll ramp back up the first week of January. Uh, people are getting ready for Thanksgiving. I mean, hell, we're only, when's, when's Thanksgiving this year? The 23rd or something like that? 
yeah, we're only a couple weeks out at most. So everybody's going to start getting ready and you got family coming in and you're pulling your hair out and you're going to be going crazy worrying about that. And moms and dads are all starting to shop. If you're one of those people that like to do the Black Friday thing, you're getting ready to geared up to go shopping on Black Friday of where you're going to go, what places you're going to assassinate to get as uh, much as you can out of them. Uh, the mind, their mind is not on politics. I mean, I think anybody that does what I do clearly sees it's a powder. Now, this is my third year. And in that time, I know where my drop-offs are. And around the holidays, that's where my drop-offs are. The first year, I, I stayed you know, and, and went through the holidays and didn't take any time off during the holidays. Second year, same thing. Um, third year, because of the way I started, it's uh, I think it's third year, but my fourth actual Christmas. Um, I, I decided to take time off because... You know, people are, they're not interested and I don't blame them. You know, I'm not interested either at that time. I'm trying to have fun with the kids. I have four kids. I have a lot of fun with them and and that's what I look forward to. So it's not that I'm uninterested. I always pay attention, but you know, I'm distracted because I'm trying to enjoy myself with my family. Um, And I think most people are going to do that. But then after all the holidays are done and new years and everything, everybody will really get back into it. And then that's when we're going to find out who the actual nominee is going to be. I'd be surprised if it's not Trump. Like I said, you're going to see history in the making. If it's not Trump, I don't know who it's going to be, but it's definitely something worth watching because we are seeing history. All right, and lastly, um, something I certainly did not see coming, and I'm sure when I tell this to you, if you hadn't already heard it, you probably didn't see this coming either. The Energy Department is looking to buy oil to replenish its strategic petroleum reserve, the nation's oil stockpiles, which have been drained under the Biden administration to their lowest point in 40 years. Uh, The department Monday issued a request to buy 3 million barrels of oil to be delivered in January. The notice also states that the target purchase price is $79 per barrel or less, which would be less than the average of $95 per barrel the department sold the oil for when it was releasing its reserves. It's amazing how stupid these people are. The only reason that they released the reserves in the first place was to try to offset some of the gas prices to make it look like Biden was doing his job, which we know he was not. Um, In October, the department announced that it intended to purchase 6 million barrels for delivery in December and January, making Monday's request the second of two purchases of 3 million barrels of oil uh, issued so far. The October announcement also stated that the department would issue monthly purchases through May. Let me ask you this. Why is he buying oil? Yeah, I mean, you don't need to. What's really a shame is that the oil reserve was was annihilated when Trump got in office. Trump was so good and made us energy independent that they basically gave the oil away to us. We got it at the lowest price humanly possible. There was a time, there was a brief time, where they were just giving the oil away because it was at such a low price. That's what great leadership does. That's what somebody who knows how to run the country did. And he stocked us up. Biden used it to try to play a game with the American people to make it seem that it's not as bad as he made it because he was only covering up for the mess that he made. But I do find it interesting that he's purchasing it now when we have um, battleships moving into different regions of the world right now with all these bad actors. Almost like he's getting prepared to make sure that we have the correct amount of oil that we would need in case of another war. (laughs) Does it not to you? Does it not seem that way to you? With everything going on, do you think that possibly 
he's trying to gear up because he knows how bad of a job he's done. Or maybe he doesn't know because he's the witless wonder, but at least the people around him know, and they're probably saying to themselves, we better stock this back up because it's not looking real great. We just bombed some targets in Iran that were, that were hitting some of our bases. Okay. Israel, they're working on a ceasefire, which again, I don't believe that they should. I don't even think they should do a three-day ceasefire. I think Israel should keep lighting up the sky like it's the 4th of July. I don't think they should should slow down at all, me personally. But it appears to me that they're trying to stock up because maybe they either they know something that we don't know or they're afraid of what's about to happen because of all the poor policy decisions that they made and that they've let the entire world go hog wild and we have put ourselves in a bad position. That's what it seems like to me. Some people would look at this and maybe not see that and think he's just trying to replace it so that way that's something he could say for the election. And that might be true too. But when you look at everything that's going on, it just doesn't smell right. Seems like there's something bigger going on besides this. And I truly believe that there's a real probability that they are trying to refill this as fast as they can in case something goes terribly wrong. Because I got to be honest... If you haven't noticed, nothing is slowing down and all of these bad actors know that they are on a clock and if that time runs out, then they're all going to have to settle back down and they're going to have to wait. So if the right person gets in the White House, say Donald Trump, then all these bad actors know that now we're going to have to sit and wait for over four years. So right now is their moment. It's their time. Their ship has come in. If they want to do something, they want to make moves, they want to change Uh, the way things are, then they have a limited time. The clock's running. They got about 14 months. They got to do as much as they can in 14 months, or then they're going to have to back off and they're going to have to wait again because the guy that actually has some cojones is going to be in office and he's going to tell them you're going to stop what you're doing right now, or you're going to pay the price. I think personally, the Biden administration is scared. They know they screwed up. They're trying to refill it as fast as they can just in case something bad happens because more than likely it's going to. Um, And they will, if nothing happens, then they can go around during election time and say to themselves, say say to everybody, well, no, our strategic oil reserve is the highest it's been in 40 years. And that's all thanks to to the witless wonder. He knew when to buy. Look at him. He bought him for 79 a barrel when Trump, they gave it to him for free. That'll be a sales pitch for them. We'll see how it all goes. It's so stupid. All this is so stupid to me. I mean, they, they think we are so dumb. You just can't read through the line sometime. Uh, I, it, I'm not always looking for a conspiracy, but you know, when things stand out, they stand out all of a sudden. Now you didn't care about the oil reserve before you're using it. To, you're using it as a game to make your prices look good. Now, all of a sudden you guys care enough that you're going to try to replace everything in a certain time frame during election season or when the world is erupting in chaos. Well, like I said, it doesn't pass smell test for me. Anyways, that being said, I uh, I hope you have a beautiful Veterans Day. Hopefully you got the day off on Friday. Maybe some people got the day off, or maybe you got the day off on Saturday. And, you know, take a moment, and if you see a veteran, thank a veteran, because they were willing to do things that most Americans are not. Um, and, uh, you know, tell them, thank you for your service. That would be excellent. Uh, beyond that, I hope you have an absolutely excellent weekend. 
If you like what you're hearing, uh, please spread the news. If you'd like to uh, reach out to me, go to any of my social media handles, send me a message. I will respond. Beyond that, have a beautiful weekend, and we will certainly do it again on Monday.